Hey guys, my name is John Kim. I'm a licensed therapist and life coach, putting self-betterment into a shot glass. Because let's face it, who's got that much time these days? I come unpolished, unrehearsed, on purpose. If you're looking for more of a wine glass, you've come to the wrong place. So the popularity of the Law of Attraction, right? The movie The Secret, all the videos, and um, how many people uh, believe and gravitate and practice it is telling, I believe, of the hopelessness in this world. And what I mean by that is this idea of visualizing something and believing in it as though it's already happened and staying positive and then it manifests and comes true um, can be a vine to pull you out of your quicksand. And I think a lot of people who are feeling hopelessness this is the quick fix, right? This is the answer. This is their chance. And so because of that, um, I think the whole law of attraction concept is extremely popular. Now, I'm not saying that it's fake because there are parts of it that I do believe, uh, but I do believe that it's more than just visualizing and believing uh, that something has already happened by the way, which is so hard to do. I mean, I think it's like, I don't even think that's sustainable. I think we could have moments in believing uh, that something has happened or, or feeling um, your success, right? As if it already happened, as if you're playing back um, a movie. But I don't think it's sustainable in that you can't feel like that all the time. I mean, because we snap back because we're rubber bands, right? We snap back into our default. Uh, the the shit that we went through, right? And usually for most people, it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of trauma. It's a lot of abuse and all of that. That is going to be a lot more powerful than you white knuckling, uh, trying to feel positivity, right? I mean, that's just a fact. Um, so it takes practice it's for some a lifetime to rewire yourself. Uh, and I think that's why Many people don't get the results um, when it comes to practicing the law of attraction and them feeling like, oh, this is bullshit. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Um, so I want to give you a different approach. I want to give you something that's uh, maybe uh, uh, an addition or maybe it's uh, completely different to you. I don't know how you are going to um, see this, but this is what works for me. And there's also science behind this. Um, and I'm going to really try to simplify it because that's what I do. Uh, I could I could talk about this for days, right? But I'm going to try to bring it down to like four steps. All right, so step one, you have to ask yourself what you want. So I do believe in the power of visualization. If you're an athlete or if you know an athlete, you know that shit works. Every athlete visualizes um their competitions or what they need to do physically. And there is science, uh, there's uh, factual data, right, on um, how visualizing something um, is sometimes just as powerful as actually doing it uh, in real life. So whether you are visualizing um, playing the piano or competing in a CrossFit competition or doing a muscle up, whatever it is, martial arts uh, visualization is extremely powerful. And so I think there's a tremendous power in that, of course, right? And so you do have to visualize what you want. Now, I think the more specific, the better. 
um, in all areas of your life, like what do you want in your career? What do you want in your relationships? What do you want love to look like? Where do you live? What are you driving? You know, uh, but more importantly, not only visualizing, but actually feeling it. And um, this is where I think the law of attraction actually uh, uh, is good. This is where I actually I actually believe in the stuff is where actually feeling um, and stretching that feeling. Right. And like I said, just a few minutes ago that it's not sustainable. That's why you have to practice it um, and turn it into a lifestyle, basically. Right. So feeling what it feels like to have the life that you have, uh, even though you don't have it. Right. So first visualizing it and then feeling it uh, by using your imagination, something that we have uh, as humans, as a gift, um, this crazy imagination, the power of that. So utilizing that and um, feeling it in your bones, you know. So I used to 10, 15 minutes almost every day lie on my living room floor and see my future, uh, see myself accomplishing the goals, you know, the the books and, and running retreats and, and one day having my own uh, wellness center called The Angry Therapist and um, – be on talk shows and promoting my books, like all, but but actually not only seeing that, but 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 uh, feeling it and and um, knowing what if the what it feels like to to walk out on stage to give a speech and the nervousness and the confidence and the certainty and the stuttering, like all of that, right? Um, playing it back like it already happened. So I think you have to know what you want, um, and if you don't know exactly what you want, what you want, that's okay. Uh, have some idea, of course. I have um, something in my phone on my notes, and it's a goals list. It's a, it's a, it's my vision board that I have written in words, um, and I'm very specific in what I want. Now, here's the thing: as we change, it's going to change, right? Like what you wanted when you were 25 um, is very different than what you want today, unless you know you haven't changed at all <laughs> to me then they would be very sad um but usually uh they're different things right because as we grow our desires and what are, what are important to us grows and changes so knowing what you want is step one and this does go in line with uh, law of attraction visualizing and feeling um feeling what you want as if it's already happened but living that way so uh letting that be a practice not just a one-time thing you know like meditation like breakfast <laughs> like sex like fitness all right step two. Oh, real quick before step two um one of the places where people fall and this is actually really important is you can't tie the vision of what you want to your worth and this is uh, really important because I used to do this. I used to have a vision of what I wanted, and I would tie it tightly to my worth or my worth as a man or my value as a, you know, just a, as a husband or whatever. Um, this is when I was married back in the day, late 20s, early 30s. Um, and if you've been following me, you know that I used to be miserable and grayed out and felt invisible and purposeless, right? Unhappy. And the re one of the reasons is because I tied it to this grand vision of my, my goals and my dreams. And because that wasn't my reality, I didn't allow myself to be happy. So they have to be separate. You actually have to have the ability, right? And this is an ability because it takes practice to produce joy in what you have in front of you now. 
Now, this is something that the law of attraction doesn't talk about or mention, which I think is huge. Um, because if you don't do this, you're going to fall into a lower frequency state and it's going to be almost impossible to to be positive, you know, to feel positive authentically. So this is where gratitude comes in, right? Taking what you have in your life today and you know what? You may be in a place where you don't have much. I get that. I was in a place where I was a, I had a shitty job and wasn't happy and whatever, but I leaned into it and I was able to produce what I call nectar, right, joy, happy, whatever you want to call it, in what I had, right? So for me at the time, I found joy in little things like uh, my motorcycle rides, um, fitness, connection to body, meaningful, meaningful conversations. I used to um, hang out with my guy friends and eat crepes and talk about love, you know, like that was enjoy that was joy for me, right? And it was something I could produce at that time. It's what I had. I could I didn't have um a lot of money. I wasn't able to travel the world. I didn't go on a I didn't, you know, have a lot of things, but I did have um experiences. I did have good friends. I did have um a membership to um a CrossFit box where I could go and and sweat and have fun and play with the community, engage with the community. Um, and I also had a motorcycle, right? So like riding a bike, if you don't have the ability to produce joy with what you have at where you're at in your life right now, you're not going to be attracting, right? You're not going to be in an attracting state. And the reason is because if you don't have joy in your life, you're not going to be happy. Um, it's impossible to have, you know, 100% of your day be filled with joy, of course, but moments of joy, right? I think like love, joy comes in moments, and they have to be sprinkled throughout your day. Um, it's not extra. It's mandatory. It's like sleep. It's like going to the bathroom, you know? It's like water. Uh, people who don't have joy in their daily lives, uh, sprinkle joy uh, can get depressed very fast, right? So number two is fully accepting where you're at in your life. Um, most people want to rip out chapters. Most people don't like where they're at. Most people um, want to be somewhere else, of course, right? But uh, if you don't fully accept where you're at, you're, you're, you're basically denying your story, and I think that your story is the most powerful thing you will ever own. And the law of attraction does, doesn't talk about this, the power of our story and how we went through things because we were meant to and how those things uh, led us to where we are now, um, which is you know teaching us some new things that's going to take us where we're supposed to go, right? Steve Jobs talks about connecting dots and how you can't connect dots unless you look backwards. And for me, when I look at some of the the, the hardest times of my life, those were actually the most important pieces of my story. They were pivotal moments that repositioned me. And at the time, I didn't know that. I just, you know, it was a shitty job or I had to do this or I had to work with a population I didn't want to. But it was in that experience that I um, learned the tools or it was in that where I made the connections or um, I built something, you know, uh, or it gave me fire, right? And that's where... Um, the universe positions you uh, to head toward your purpose as long as it's honest to you. So you have to fully accept where you're at um, and know that your story is unfolding the way that it's meant to, um, but as long as you are uh, living a life that is honest to you, right? Not if you are being pseudo 
Um, but if you are living in a solid self state, uh, then you you accept what's in front of you and you don't resist that because uh, there is learning. Number three is you have to change your state, and this is the biggest piece. Um, the law of attraction, uh, they mention this, but it's very simplified, and they kind of like, um, they talk about it like it's not that big of a deal because they just talk about being positive, right? Optimistic, hopeful. Um, those are very big words, and they're very hard to do, right? To just tell someone to be optimistic or just tell someone to feel a certain way, uh, is it, it doesn't work. So, you know, everything starts with our, our thinking, and of course our feelings are what's powerful. So it doesn't matter what door you enter through feeling or thought. Uh, for most people, it's uh, getting control of their monkey mind and all the crazy negative thoughts that they have and starting to um, be aware of them and change their thinking, which then changes their, changes their feeling and their state. Uh, for me, it, there's tremendous power in the experience, so I try to set myself up for new experiences. Uh, let me give you a very simple example. Today, I woke up, and um, instead of going to the gym, because I'm just a little, you know, I, I go to the gym almost every day, I'm a little sick of it, I want diversity, I decided um, later on today, I'm going to go for a swim. And there's like a, a neighborhood, you know, a swimming pool open to the community. Um, a few blocks away from my house, and it's a very small thing, but I'm changing my state, right? So instead of dragging myself into the gym and feeling like I have to do something, if my body is telling me, hey, let's go into the water and swim today, that will make me happy, that will produce joy, like I was talking about before, then I provide that experience myself so I keep my state positive. Now, there's a chance I could go to the gym and change my attitude and have a great time, etc. But why not just leverage what I want to do, which is something different, go for a swim and get to the pool and give myself that experience, right? So I believe in changing your state um, through experiences. Uh, so I put a lot of weight and effort into that. Um, some people use meditation. Some people use um a mindfulness practice, some people use, you know, whatever. But changing your state so you're maneuvering in higher frequencies so you feel good, you feel complete, you feel whole, and you start living in your solid self. And when that happens, good things happen, right? And and the reason is because you're living on a different plane. Um, I do believe in energy, and I, I think the Law of Attraction talks about that too. I do believe in uh, whatever you feed grows. And if your state is uh, positive and you are making an effort to stay on that level, right? And higher frequency is gratitude, it's love, it's uh, forgiveness, you know, it's you know what it is. All the all the higher frequency um, levels that we pull from, right? And lower frequency would be hate and jealousy and envy and all, you know all that stuff that makes you feel lack or or inac inadequate, right? So changing your state by consciously being aware of your state, and you could go in through thoughts or feeling or experiences. And keeping it there and, and making that a practice, right? Um, by doing this, you're actually probably breaking an old pattern because most people, because of their cognitive distortions and faulty thinking and false beliefs, um, they are living in a loop. They're basically living in their past.
or in well yeah in the past but in their past because their past is what's creating um, this negative thinking loop right so daily things are little that can be big um, that you can do for yourself to cha- keep your state positive and, and on a higher frequency okay and the last thing is to stop making it about you and what I mean by that is The most power-filled state is when you're living a through-me life. And when you're living a through-me life, there's very little ego. And it's all about something greater than yourself. So it's um, you working on your gifts, working your ass off um, to be potent in this world and share your unique gifts with the world. And so you're giving in that way, right? And so what I mean by stop making it about you is stop thinking about everything you lack and what you don't have. Stop comparing yourself to other people's lives. And, you know, uh, it's okay to want things because I'll be honest, there are things that I want, you know, there I, I do want toys, but I think all that is a byproduct of um, working on your gifts and sharing them with the world and running toward your true north or your purpose, right? So when you start to live life like that, a through me life instead of a to me life, uh, you're no longer making it about you. And I think that when you're in that state, you are attracting. You become a, a super magnet because um, when you don't make it about you, you have more meaning, right? You you can't not make it about you and have meaning. Like if your life is meaningful to you, you're not making it about you because usually the meaning is greater than yourself, Right? Um, unless, <laughs> unless meaning for you just means superficial things. Um, but to me, that's not my definition of li- living a meaningful life. So if your definition of a meaningful life is diamonds and mansions, then, you know, um, this doesn't apply because <laughs> that's going to take you down a different path. I believe that's going to make you hollow. Um, I don't know, but a meaningful life for me, uh, is doing things that are greater than yourself, right? So, when you have that, you have fulfillment. You And when you have fulfillment, when you feel fulfilled in this world, you feel happy. When you feel happy, you're in an attracting state. Know that what you want, I mean, know what you want, but don't tie it to your happiness. Accept where you're at in your life. Change your state and stop making it about you by finding meaning and a sense of purpose. Those are the things that you do as a daily practice to get into a tracting state. And if you do them long enough, I promise great things will happen, you know, and they may not be obvious, but you will look back and realize that they were meant and that they are great and they led you to a path that is taking you to a whole new level and creating happy for you. And all the things that you want are now coming. They may not be coming at your time Um, They also may not be coming in the form that you want, but they are coming. So that is what I believe attraction looks like. I hope you start um, attracting today and never stop. Thanks for tuning in. I hope the dialogue was helpful. Listen, guys, if you want to be a life coach, just go to my website, theangrytherapist.com, and click on Life Coaching Training, and you'll find our Catalyst Intensive There's only two things you need to be a life coach, a story which everyone has and a passion to help others. Before you go, I wanted to give you something, something I made. It's a relationship toolkit. 
because the world needs better, healthier relationships so we can all love harder. So go to theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. That's www.theangrytherapist.com forward slash podcast. It's super simple. And we will email you my relationship toolkit.